Today we have a special episode for you guys. This is something we haven't done before. This is one of a kind. This is Pitch It or Fix It. Like Chris Talk said, this is called uh, Pitch It or Fix It. And for uh, Pitch or Fix It, what we do is uh, we can either pitch something or we can either fix something. Um, it's based on the subject, so uh, we do we could do a film, we could do games. It uh, doesn't really matter, but we're all each going to uh, pitch it or try to fix it, if that makes any sense. So, uh, film, game, movie franchise, gaming franchise, we'll try to pitch our own movie, our own game, or our own story for one of those things. Uh, for fix it, we'll try to approve upon uh, something that exists that we thought was either not great or you know could have been better. So we take the ideas of uh, all of us and we uh, mesh them together in this episode that we call Pitch It or Fix It, like uh, we said before. We just wanted to explain to you real quick what Pitch It or Fix It meant in case you didn't know. You went into this blind or you're a new listener and you haven't heard uh, the gaming episode, Gaming Franchise Part 1, where I explained Pitch It or Fix It. So uh, anyway, Hawk, take it away. Uh, tell them what we're going to be pitching today. Today? We're pitching a new Venom movie. Because we do not like the announcement of a Venom movie without Spider-Man. Chris Hogg does not like a, uh announcement of a Venom movie, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest, we'll probably be pitching uh, a fix-it version of this Absolutely. once we see the movie. Because so. we're probably going to see it. The reason we can't pitch a fix-it version is because it, it hasn't been released yet. Technically, yeah. So we have to pitch our idea for this Venom movie. So, if we're pitching these ideas and you see them on the big screen, you, can, you have us to thank for the Venom movie. The best Venom movie that you're going to see is because that's, of us. That's possible. It's possible. So, I'm going to go first. Because that's okay. That's, that's fine. You, you, uh, right. you, have, you were the one who constructed this whole idea for yes. weeks to come. Like, okay. For a whole, who knows how long. So, I do have to make a correction on what I said last week, how... Um, the symbiote came from the space shuttle with John Jameson, and the co- that's it from the show. The, from the comic books, it's from Secret War. The first oh, Secret Wars with okay. Spider-Man. Rips his suit, gets an alien suit, it heals itself, he brings it home, and then Venom and all that jazz. But, but, I'm going to use a mixture of shows, comics, and the movies. All into my pitch. Okay. So, so first pitch your characters. Okay. So Who's going to be in so your main, Venom movie? My main characters are John Jameson, the son of J. Jonah Jameson. He is, I'm going to describe him as an all-American just guy. He is what every man or boy wants to be in high school. He, is, he was all-star quarterback. He, is, he gets straight A's. All the girls want to be with him. All the guys want to be him. Stuff like that. I mean, this guy, he's perfect. And who I picked to play him, he's uh, like an up-and-coming star now. He's almost, he was Beast in the Beauty and the Beast movie, Dan Stevens. I think Dan Stevens could be that clean-cut, perfect guy that everyone wants to be. 
and I don't think he's too expensive. I hope not. And my next character, Harry Osborn. Harry Osborn is one of the most influential people in the Spider-Man universe. He is best friends to nearly everyone Peter is. He is nearly as smart as Peter is, but he has some issues. He has some big daddy issues. <laughs> big daddy issues? It's a big no-no. And he's, he's, kind of, he's kind of selfish, and he's kind of smarmy. He's full of himself, and he thinks he's a little bit better than, than most people. Harry Osborn could, he's a, he's a tragic character because he wants to do good, but anything he has ever done will always be overshadowed by what his dad does. So he's living with that forever. And my other character is a Spider-Man villain that many people have probably not heard of, and his name is Morlan. Oh, God. (laughs) So Morlan is a vampiric creature. I love that guy. He's amazing. Morlin is a beast. Well, he's not. He's a human, vampiric. It's it's crazy what he is. He he feeds off of totems and okay. powers. That's how he feeds. He's not like a. Typical. So he goes after like superheroes. He goes after mythical and mystical powers. Okay. And, and strange powers. I'll get to that in a second. Harry Osborn is going to be played by Miles Teller. I believe Miles Teller can pull off the, the, um, the smarminess of Harry Osborn when he needs to be smarmy. The, the Swarmy. Smarmy. What'd you say? Smarmy. Swarma? Swarma. <laughs> the smarminess of um, Harry Osborn, the cockiness, because he needs to be cocky. He's, he's the most out... Well, between him, Mary Jane, and Peter, he's the most most outspoken. He uh, he's definitely very outgoing, and he's a genius. And I think Miles Teller can pull that off. You can Miles Teller is a good person that you love to hate. I think he, I think he I think he could pull that off. And for Morlun, who is my vampiric guy, he's gonna look old but not too old, and he, he needs to be kind of pale, and he needs to be dressed to the nines. I mean, this dude is just on it, and he's gonna be played by Javier Bardem. Okay. So you see those three main characters right there. Already yeah. the budget of my movie is going to be over $100 million right there. So uh, do, we'll wait to state your outline, I guess. Um, John, do you want to list off your characters and your actors who's going to be in your Venom movie? Oh, do we know what we're doing it that way? Are we, are we, do you just want to go through it, or do you want to go a round table type of thing? It doesn't matter to me. Do? We can talk it out right now on the podcast. We've never done this before. Yeah, so what do you guys okay. want to do? I think it would be kind of confusing if we switch back and forth. Okay. I think Chris Hawk should give his entire pitch. Okay, should, go ahead. And then go we ahead. should critique it, and then we'll go to somebody else. So okay. I'll, I'll already tell you that my weakest act is my third act, but I'll, we'll get to that. So I haven't even gotten <laughs> that far yet on mine. So aesthetically, I have, have, I have had this shot in my mind for like the past week or two. And it's the beginning of the movie is New Year's Eve, and it's the final 20 seconds of the, of, the, of the ball drop. But what's happening is most people aren't watching the ball drop. They're watching the shuttle launch. So a shuttle is being launched at New Year's with the timing uh, synced up with the ball drop. So it's great. It's perfect. It's cool. You've got the ball drop, sinks back and, sinks back and forth with the shuttle launch and the, um, 
the ball drop, and who's watching it, you see Harry Osborne, Mary Jane, the gang, the gang from school. They're watching it. They're, um, you got Eddie Brock there. You got Flash. You have... They're all hanging out like that. What was the MVT, M- MV, MTV uh, Spider-Man show? The, uh, an- the computer animated one? You know what I'm talking about? Where, like, all his, like, high school or college uh, classmates became villains, like... What? What? You don't remember that? What the, is this? The MTV? Spider-Man, the new animated series? Yeah. Did you what? ever see that? No. It was on MTV, I think. Was Neil Patrick Harris was Peter Parker? Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking about. So, it looks like you kind of know who these people are. You see Mary Jane in the mix, you don't see Gwen Stacy in the mix. I think you guys can infer that she's already dead. Um, Peter's not there. Um, Harry Osborn's there. You can tell by Harry Osborn's there because it's like, it's at Oscorp type of thing. It's at Oscorp. And on the side of the shuttle, Oscorp. Just to let you know, Oscorp owns everything. So inside the shuttle cockpit is John Jameson with two other astronauts. They're going on a moon mission to collect some rocks. Now, these rocks are pretty important because when they get to the moon, they, um, they find these two different types of rocks. They find a blood red rock and a pitch black rock. And these are special rocks. These are totems. So the okay. totems I was talking about with Moreland, yeah. these are the totems. Okay. Okay. So they bring these rocks back to Oscorp, and you have Harry Osborn working on it with John Jameson, who has his master's degree in geology. Geology and all types oh. of rocks. Yes. This guy's, oh, okay. He's, he's total package. Total. He's rock hard, okay? <laughs> it's beefcake. Beef, total beefcake. So they get to, you know, doing rock stuff on rocks, whatever they do, and the rock, the red rock starts calling to John Jameson. The ruby one? The ruby one. The blood okay. red. I know so what you're what, talking about. So what happens is he like chips off a little piece and pockets it at Oscorp. And so when, when um, Harry is working on the pitch black rock, he notices that it's, it's alive. The rock is actually alive. And it's actually the symbiote. Okay. So Harry bonds with the symbiote. Harry Osborn bonds with the symbiote. Now this, okay. So I'm going to give some backstory to Harry Osborn in this part and why it makes it kind of juicy. So you're going to flashback? This is a flashback. Okay. At the end of Spider-Man 1, Peter Parker lays down Green Goblin in the bed, and who sees him? Harry Osborn. Oh my goodness, so this relates to... I'm, I'm involving every single piece of Spider-Man media to this movie. Okay, okay. So, so far I hear Spider-Man <laughs> 1. <laughs> yes. So... So he hates Peter. He hates Spider-Man. Yes. So you already have that anger. Symbiote bonds with him. Boom. Instant villain. Instant villain right there. Here he's already endued himself with the goblin formula, so that way the symbiote stays with him. Makes okay. him stronger, faster. And then, so he's not only the symbiote, he's the symbiote with goblin formula. But it's different than his dad's formula. It doesn't make him as crazy, but it still has some of those minor side effects. So he'll sometimes... He'll err on the side of crazy instead of calm, collected. So, full moon. What happens to John Jameson? Manwolf. Manwolf. <laughs> Manwolf. Okay, okay. So that's them two. So, let's get to Moreland. During all this is happening, when they first collect the rocks and bring them back to Earth, you're going to see a scene. Moreland rising out of a grave. 
That's all he's doing. You see him. The dude's crisp. Yeah. Clean. And then you see a, someone talk to him off screen. It's his handler. Is he dressed in uh, like an old suit? Yes. That he's wearing? Okay. It's gotta With be. With coattails? Uh, it's gotta be. Okay. It's gotta be. And he talks to his handler and he goes, I have work to do. So Moreland was created to, get, to keep the totems in check. That's what I'm doing with Moreland. With Moreland, he is like a guardian. I don't know. You guys remember that X-Men Evolutions episode when they're fighting Apocalypse? Yeah. Before that, they have that green emerald spider uh-huh. that was supposed to defeat Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Magneto destroys it, and they're like, you destroyed all hope. That's kind of what Moreland is, to prevent from the red, the Bloodstone and the Darkstone. Okay. Prevent them, because the symbiote, you can do some crazy stuff with the yeah. symbiote. And Wolfman, create an army of Wolfman. I mean, yeah. why not? Just like Lizard in Amazing Spider-Man 1. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> everyone could do it these days. Yeah, everyone. So, they find, you know, the specifics. I'm just writing plot points. They can find, like, a special thing they do with the stones. Heals something. Heals a cancer. Heals... Kills AIDS, some type of disease, and they have a party on a night where it's a full moon. Boom. John Jameson's right there. He like he goes to the bathroom, comes out hulking. Harry sees this, needs to protect his lab, maybe protect some of the people, maybe uh, one of the girls he likes there. Maybe maybe Mary Jane's there. I don't know why she's there. Maybe like a female scientist. Yeah. Boom. Give the ladies someone to like. They go they go at it. Hand in hand. Boom, boom, boom. Who interrupts the fight? Moreland. Oh my goodness. Wrexham. Moreland is... Moreland has beaten Spider-Man's ass so many times that it's no joke. So he, he shows up and he just lays waste to him. Like, I'm talking... What's a good fight scene where people get their butts whooped? Uh, Beatrix Kiddo versus the Crazy 88s? I'm talking worse than that. I'm talking like he just lays waste to him. Just backhands him. They fly through like six buildings. Y- Oscorp is like <laughs> destroyed almost. Yeah, but not six buildings, not that not that hardcore. Not not six buildings. Yeah, maybe a building. But like you know what I'm saying. Like he's just straight up like. So what I was what a, the theme? What a, one of the themes of this movie that I wanted to show you was like a almost a horror esque type of themed. Moreland, I want Moreland to be menacing. I want the Wolfman to be frightening. Blade Trinity. Almost. Yeah, you're. Uh, Triple H. More, <laughs> More scary. <laughs> More scary. And the symbiote has gotta be has gotta be creepy. Okay. So they join forces to try to defeat Moreland. They get the upper hand, and before the wolfman does the final strike, he realizes his humanity. And he runs away. Venom takes the final set, the final hit. The transformation of Venom and of Harry Osborne into Venom is complete. There's, so now he's Venom Venom. Yeah, he's Venom Venom. He, he kills. This is something Harry Osborn has never done and only planned to do to Spider-Man, but this is just the first step. So does he, he dance to jazz? He dances to blues. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's depressing. To scat. That's what he dances. Oh. To. So just... <laughs> is it like a montage? <laughs> like we're skipping scenes he's Skip doing it that'd be cool that'd be great I never learned how to dance before and um, Venom takes the final and absorbs Moreland or something like that I haven't figured it out maybe Moreland survives in the end yeah more thought on that Wolfman one. runs away though you can't find him Man Wolf Man Wolf and Venom's left 
by himself. There's no more Oscorp. There's no more none of the the Bloodstone and the Redstone. The Darkstone and the Bloodstone are missing. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. And it's uh, Venom looking for Spider-Man. Interesting. Very interesting. So that that's the end of it. That's what I've gotten so far. John, you got a lot written down over there <laughs> on your paper towel. I do, I do. I am. Uh, it's getting better by the second. <laughs> do you want to pitch yours next? You no, guys, I'd like you to go. Do you guys want to critique it, or we do that to the end? Yeah, we could we could critique it, I guess. So where do you see your movie going? You see sequels? See, it's hard because I want Spider Man. Do you see action like I, figures? Do you see? <laughs> well, they already have action figures. For Merchandise. Moreland. They need to get a guy. Moreland needs to be a great. He needs to be a recurring character. So I don't think you kill him. Maybe he survives, and you think you kill him. Maybe you... In, like, but he's like that imposing figure who's like, I need to keep everything in balance. Or like the Guardian, maybe the figurehead, of the, maybe the physical body of the Guardian dies, but the embodiment doesn't. So they're always going to be after you no matter what. So like, skip a okay. movie, and then come back with like an army. And then you can get... Who's the other vampire guy? Mo- Morbius. Get Morbius. Mor- yes. Morbius... That would be good too. He could I... get the power. Like, what if then you tease him too? Because he gets the power of what's his name? It, he he becomes a totem killer. Yes, I think Morbius. But is he's like, on Earth. I think Morbius is a little bit stronger than Morland too. So that would be crazier. Yeah, that'd be dope. Dope. I don't, I don't, I don't think it can happen. <laughs> I don't think people will very, be very receptive to. Your, I don't think so either. Your Harry Osborn Venom pitch. You're basically I, turning him into Spider-Man for the whole movie, and then making him Venom at the end. I kind of, I kind of dig it though. I think, I think, I think it's a cop out personally. I don't think Eddie Brock's <laughs> vendetta against uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man is good enough. I think it needs to be deeper than just losing your job and everything going wrong for a day mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think it needs to be deeper, and I think. Seeing Spider-Man bring in your dead dad is a deep-seated hatred that I could see Venom hating Spider-Man for. So would the next one then, like if you were to set up more, would it set up, you know, Sony and Marvel working together to do that Venom versus Spider-Man? That could work to set that up later, because, you know what I mean? I, I I like it. I like your idea, honestly. Harry Osborn Venom. Because it's different. It's different. It's, it's definitely different. different. It's it's risky it's balzay it's um, especially miles teller as venom you gotta learn to love that yeah or hate it he would definitely (laughs) have to be he would have to take a bigger form as venom Mm -hmm. and then like you know when it all comes off of him it would probably wouldn't be able to see much of miles teller not like a slim venom like spider-man 3 no no it's a he's it's a big hulking venom Miles, I think Miles Teller can do kind of that. I, I, I didn't see Whiplash, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he, he seems like he'd fit in that type. He could definitely. He, I think he could definitely play that role. How was he in Fantastic Four? He was okay. In, like, like I said, he was okay the first like twenty minutes, <laughs> but after that, like, is when they kind of rushed the ending because they fired what's his name, and mm-hmm. then they kind of reshot yeah. the whole thing. They, Damn, what's they his run, name? Uh, what, what's his name? The dude who did Chronicle, the director. Uh, Trevorrow, I think. Colin Trevorrow? Yes. Maybe. Maybe. 
That's no. probably not how you say that, but maybe. That's not him. It's That's definitely not him, I don't think. But the only the only prop the like personally, my biggest critique would be the third act cuz it just it just turns into a beat 'em up fest mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. People would love that though. Well, they love it because they'd walk out of the theater with a fight. And yeah. that's what people want. I do. They do, but I wanted to be a little bit smarter than that. But third acts, man. Hard. Also, there's no female characters in my entire movie that talk so far. So that, I have that against me, too. You have Mary Jane. Well, she's in there. She doesn't talk. Oh, so we just see her. <laughs> you just see her. So it's like a cameo role. I spent all my money on the three main actors, okay? Who, who's cast as Mary Jane? Christina Hendricks. <laughs> That's not it. So what, what, who's cast as Mary Jane? I don't have a cast for Mary Jane. Zendaya. Would you hold just Zendaya? Would would you hold open casting calls for Mary Jane? No no name. I I, honestly, I try to pick the best redheaded supermodel that could actually act. Make Mary Jane look like an actual supermodel. Okay. Josh Trank was what you were looking for. Yes, that's him. That's his name. I'm good. Unless you guys have anything. My turn, or you want to go? No, I'd like to go now. This is okay. This is gonna be amazing. All right, John, so you're up next here. I'm excited, um, I'm excited for this. All right. Well, uh, I have a, a fake pitch, and then I have a real pitch. <laughs> so I'm going to start with my fake pitch. Okay. Like, okay. No actors. All right. I'm not pitching actors. Okay. Just the plot. Just characters? Just the plot. Okay. So. Which was the fake pitch? This is a fake pitch. Okay. What's the difference? Like, you'll see. Okay. Fake pitch. We open on a dark alley. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see the trademark uh, long, disgusting Venom tongue. You see the uh, glowing white eyes. Suddenly, uh, Venom comes into form and is wrapped up by an unknown web slinger. Roll credits. <laughs> so is this a trailer? Or is this the full That's film? the whole movie. Oh. <laughs> that could be an ending, an ending, ending credit scene. That's, that's the whole movie. Okay. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> All right, now my real pitch. Okay, okay. Even though I think that's pretty good because this movie shouldn't be made. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. So I think people they'd make enough money off of doing that scene alone yeah. to recoup their losses and realize it was a bad bad idea. So, okay. Real could pitch. Could you imagine? Could you imagine going to the theaters to see a 10 second movie <laughs> after after 15 trailers? After, yeah, it's 20 minutes of trailers. Could you imagine the trailer? For this movie, it's just quick shots. No, the, no, the trailer <laughs> is the trailer is what you see in the film. What if it's actual footage of a movie that was gonna happen and it they don't show it? It's just the fifteen seconds of the web slinger. Yeah, yeah. Well, you never see him. You only see the web come out. You might see a wrist. You like, see a like wrist a shadow. A wrist with like a shadowed red glove because you can't use the logo or any of the thing because they're currently loaning that to Marvel. So. I think it could work. But anyway, back to my real pitch. So I'm uh, pitching uh, Boyd Holbrook as Eddie Brock, the guy from Logan, the robot arm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm pitching him as Eddie Brock. I really like that guy. I'll, uh, I'll, tell you, guy. I'll tell you how Eddie Brock is set up when we get to the plot. I'm uh, pitching a few other people, but I'll get to the, that in the plot because I don't want to give away what's going on here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I'm going to open the movie again in a dark alley this time. However, um, we're going to go with the stereotypical Marvel superhero movie, someone getting mugged in an alley, mm-hmm. okay? Because you got to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good superhero movies, someone gets mugged, and somebody saves them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Except, Unless you're Batman's parents. I, well, 
Nobody saves that. <laughs> I can't wait to see that for a third time. <laughs> Except this time, instead of uh, them getting saved, um, a, a large figure is going to drop behind the assailant and rip him in half. Oh. This is a hard arm. So this is great. Hard arm. <laughs> now, how does he rip him apart? Does he limb from, like, leg, he, he arm? He physically or rips him in half, uh, separated at the torso uh, by extended Venom symbiote hands. Okay? Uh, so this is Eddie Brock in the Venom suit right away. Okay? He's bigger. He's muscular. He's not ridiculously huge, but he's believably huge because we're going for semi-realism here. Like the rock physique, I would say slightly enhanced, like a like a bigger bane, but not like huge. Because you know, you see Venom when he's huge. Sometimes he's not huge. Okay, not huge. So in less than Hulk, less than Hulk, a little, than bit, Hulk. More than bane. So little l- bit more than Bane, a little bit more than little smaller than Ultimate Venom. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, he he doesn't touch the woman, but he does kill this guy, and he takes what the guy mugged from the woman. He takes all of that. He takes. It. Okay. So, we're going to cut to uh, present-day Eddie Brock. He is down in his luck, all right? Of course. Eddie Brock is uh, older. Mm-hmm. I don't know how exactly old he is in the comics. Um, they always college age. Yeah, he's, he's always college age. This is going to be slightly after that. He's, you know, he's graduated college. He's, you know, in his adult life. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Mm-hmm. All right, he just got divorced. Mm. He lost his job. He has nothing. Uh, we're not going to see the origins of the symbiote. We're not going to see where it comes from. Good. That's not happening. What we are going to see in a flashback scene is just how the symbiote came to him mm-hmm. when he was down on his luck, you know, just it, it sought him out because it felt the negative emotions and that's what it wanted. Boom. So it's going to find him alleyway, bus stop, I don't care. Probably bus stop because, you know, that makes sense. And he's broke. So the guy can barely pay his rent. He's living in a, like a one-bedroom studio apartment. He's got nothing. His wife took everything, has nothing. His parents, you know, they don't talk to him. He, he's done. So he gets a symbiote. His life turns around. He uses it to, I wouldn't say commit crimes, mm-hmm. but to keep himself afloat by committing, I'd say. Like uh, preying on the crimes that are happening. Yeah, preying on the crimes that are happening. Um, so kind of kind of helping people, but helping, also. At, but at the same time, not helping them. He's yeah. like a selfish Robin Hood. Yes, I, that, that's a good, a good equivalent. So um, what's going to happen is eventually it's going to catch up to him. He's going to get caught. He gets caught. Now, he does manage to get the symbiote off. You know, the symbiote just goes away. It's mm-hmm. easy It's easy to hide. Mm-hmm. So he does. They arrest him. Get sent to jail. First of all, I think you know where this is going. Oh, God. <laughs> Joker, Batman, Dark Knight style. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, pitching, I'm pitching Carnage as the main villain of this movie. Oh, yo, shit. Now, I'm casting uh, William Fitchner, the, uh, the guy from... Heat and... Uh... The Dark Knight, Crash, and the Lone Ranger, the villain there. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I'm pitching. Who is as he? We were remember? Feitner. Feitner, sure. He I don't did. know how you say his last. Isn't he? Isn't he the bank manager in the Dark Knight? That's the guy. Yes, with in the, the beginning. Yes, he's also in uh, the he's, Longest Yard. He's an excellent character actor. He does very good character. I remember when we watched uh, Lone Ranger, we were yeah. like, "This guy, he's awesome." Yeah, even though people didn't like his portrayal. Um, but I'm pitching him as Carnage. So I'm pinching him as the stereotypical serial killer. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's demented. He has he's one note, I'm going to murder people. <laughs> and Eddie Brock is placed into a cell with him temporarily because they have nowhere else to put him. Good gosh. And obviously, carnage ensues, literally, because carnage happens. 
So we're going to go throughout the movie with Eddie Brock. He does escape the jail. He gets, you know, he meets up with Carnage because he knows exactly what he's, you know, created. He knows it's his fault. He knows that this, whatever happened to Carnage, to this guy, to be Carnage, it's his fault because mm-hmm. he had the symbiote. He was in that cell. He put himself there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he can't do is control just how far the symbiote goes. Mm-hmm. He starts to hurt people. So eventually we're going to culminate in a, uh, a battle between Carnage and Venom. Towards the end of the movie, it won't be the end of the movie, um, but what Eddie Brock is going to do is think that, you know, I can't, it's, it's an alien being, you know, what are you going to kill it with? You don't really know. He doesn't even know how to get rid of his own symbiote. So he gets the bright idea to go to a nuclear reactor, okay? He thinks that he can throw them, throw him into a reactor and get rid of it. Is Doc Ock there? No, he's not. Wolverine origin. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to work. Obviously, and it's going to be done way better than Wolverine Origins. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's, it's not going to work, but he's it's going to get rid of Carnage. So there'll be a you know end credit tease like tease of Carnage coming back because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work. He, just, he always comes back. Mm-hmm. But what it is going to do is get rid of him for the movie, resolve the conflict. But Eddie Brock, unfortunately, due to too much radiation, mm-hmm. now has cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you see where I'm going with this, Chris Hawk. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think. So what happens is, oh, I'd like to mention that uh, I do want J.K. Simmons to reprise his role as J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> only in a cameo-esque form with uh, I'm already sold. Different, different villain teasers and newspaper articles around his room so we can get teases of other villains. So uh, Oscorp talking about military tech, mm-hmm. um, you know, any, any of the other villains, anything related to them. That's amazing. Um, so what's going to happen is I lost where I was. Oh, he, he gets cancer. Yeah. yeah. So one of the teasers in James Jonas Jameson's, uh, office is a news article talking about a, uh, renowned doctor who thinks he has come up with a cure for cancer. Okay. Oh, snap. Uh, I don't, I don't think you know where I'm going with this. Doc Ock? It's not Doc Kurt Ock. Kurt no, 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 no. I'm not going with something we've seen before. Okay. He goes to a physician. Um, who you guys have already talked about. His name is uh, Michael Morbius, mm. who is a uh, renowned blood, fi- blood yes. physician. He's yep. trying to cure his own blood disease. Mm-hmm. And he does what he thinks will cure cancer by putting an experimental treatment, you know, messing with his blood, and actually fuses the symbiote to Eddie Brock's white blood cells, thus <laughs> creating antivenom. Oh, shit! <laughs> where Eddie Brock is in control of the symbiote. Setting up for the second movie where he will battle Morbius, who has turned himself into a vampire and, you know, created another villain with Carnage, you know, popping in there. Mm -hmm. That's my pitch. So Carnage is Carnage going to be your recurring villain, main villain? Yes. I wouldn't. He won't have a heavy presence in the second movie, Mm -hmm. but he will come back fully in the second movie. uh, Worse than before. Because in the first movie, he'll just be getting into how much carnage he can actually cause. And then carnage And then unleashed. it will get ridiculous, yeah. I love it. Anti-Venom. I didn't see that coming. Well, if, if you're going to have a Venom movie and you can't have Spider-Man, you need a protagonist. So we'll turn Venom into the protagonist. Because anti-Venom is a legitimate thing, so let's make it happen. It was a white, white suit, black emblem, right? Yes. I just want to let you guys know that... I haven't thought this thing all the way through because yeah. I just hey John John did just came up with this. I just want to let you ten know, minutes ten minutes, and he pitched 
a really great idea. Yeah. Chris Hawk thought about this for a week, pitched a really great idea. I tried to think about this throughout the through when John started till now, and <laughs> mine's probably going to be really con, convoluted. And uh, is that a word? Convoluted. convoluted Remember, this is a pitch. Is, yeah, we don't have to give okay. exact details. So I just I just want to add before you start. Um, in the, in my second movie, we will explore the uh, just the brief origins of the symbiote because I know there is like a planet. Um, set of up. symbiotes. Yeah. Of symbiotes, so we will mention it just that it's you know maybe something that has somebody has discovered or you know somewhere else in the universe, uh, one of the heroes has encountered another thing from this area. Um, I also really wanted to cast uh, Rob Stark from Game of Thrones in my movie, I just couldn't figure out who he was, so you know, maybe later. He could be, um, he could be Morbius. Well, see, I thought about that, but he's younger and everybody else is older. I think they should all be around the same age. Wait, who Morbius is it from from uh, Lord of the uh, not Lord of the Rings. Lord uh, of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings. Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Rob Stark. King of the North. He, he's younger, and it wouldn't fit with uh, an older Eddie Brock. I think he'd have to be older than him, so that doesn't work. But I'd like to have him in there at some point. Sorry to take away your thunder, Mario. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm still thinking as I go. Are you ready, Mario? Okay, ready? so I'm ready. <laughs> My Venom movie is going to be dubbed, it's, it's the whole idea, I want to do, I, well, I just came up with this, it's, yeah, yeah. it's very, it's different from you guys, yeah, yeah. Um, Agent Venom versus Venom, Okay. so I'm thinking, I, I, couldn't, I was trying to think of a title for it, I'm thinking Venom War, because, okay, Agent what Venom. about Big V, V, Little V, Big V, Big V, Little V, okay, I like Big that v, too, Big V, Little V, Big V. V V V. Yes, sure. Yeah. All right. Boom. I like it. I like Venom, I see where v, you're going. Venom. That's good. Um, Whoever Robert, wins, we lose. Robert Patterson will play my Eddie Brock. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> okay. This, this is already a smash hit. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's already sold. He's got to. He's got to get some buff. Some buffage. Oh, don't worry. Um, uh, Corey Hawkins, who is uh Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton, and also recently in Kong. We'll play my Flash Thompson. That's good. So I'm That's kinda, good pick. Yep, That's a good so pick. I'm kind of um, race swapping here. I enjoy that guy. That's a good pick. He's he's a good guy. He could. Yes. I could see him playing a quarterback. So um, Flash Thompson, who's obviously Agent Venom, is uh, he's the he's the protagonist. He's he's the good Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Gillies, if I'm saying her name right. I was looking up actresses, young actresses, and I see her face as Black Cat. Uh, Felicia Hardy, she will, she, like I said, she's Felicia Hardy. Um, What's your name? Elizabeth Gillies. So Gill and an I-E-S. I think I said that right. I don't know. But um, Cameron uh, Monahan, I think how you say his name. He's, um, he's supposedly the Joker on uh, Gotham. He's going to be my carnage. Um, Cletus Cassidy. And Stephen Amell is John Jameson. So <laughs> I'm sure he's selling this that's to the good. teensters. That's a, good, that's a good Felicia Hardy. She, she just even, looks like it. She, she like got it. the hair. She looks like a damn cat. Okay. Yeah, she does. That okay. is how I pronounce it. Gillies. Gillies. Okay. Um, so what's going to happen is uh, John Jameson's coming back from his voyage from the trip to the moon. I love it already. First man to play football on the moon. <laughs> 
Woo! Um, in which he found, you know, uh, three types of rocks. Oh. Which uh, I'm kind of going off with the Chris Hawk thing no, here. It's a pitch, baby. Obviously, one of them is the Godstone, mm-hmm. which is the, the ruby. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, one of them is going to uh, contain the symbiote. Mm-hmm. And the other one, I don't know yet. We'll, we'll think of something. Mm-hmm. You, so, turn, you turn to lizards. That should be the last stone. <laughs> he turned everyone into the lizards. Maybe I will tease him <laughs> in this movie as well. Um, so, Eddie Brock... Uh, so, we won't come to John Jameson just yet, mm-hmm. or we will, we will as he's voyaging back. Maybe that's how we'll start off the movie, Him on the Moon. Um, then we'll cut to Eddie Brock. You know, he, just like John's Eddie Brock, he's down on his luck. He just got fired from the Daily Bugle. Why not? J.K. Simmons is also reprising his role. Thank you. Yes. Got to. Um, Flash Thompson just came back from the war. He lost both his legs. Mm -hmm. He was friends in my movie. He's friends with John Jameson Mm -hmm. in high school. They both were bullies. That's what I did. That's what I did. Made Harry Osborn and John Jameson the same age. So as um, they're they're all meeting up, um, Eddie Brock's last thing before he... um, is going to be released from his job mm-hmm. is he's going to go take pictures of the ship, uh, the spaceship landing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Flash Thompson goes there to meet his friend, John Jameson. And so they're, they're all there. They're all there. Um, the spaceship, <laughs> something goes wrong. Oh, shit. Okay, when it comes back, the rocket, something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's bad mm-hmm. so he's falling and it's like on fire or whatever Spider-Man okay Tom Harlan is going to also <laughs> reprise <laughs> going to be in this <laughs> okay since they have mutual rights to Spider-Man okay go on he will only be in the movie for like I want to know how he saves the, the space shuttle go on so the classic train saving post yes so he's gonna he's gonna save he's gonna save the shuttle he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna somehow uh, you know guide it down with his str- strength or something we'll, spin we'll, a web to yeah. catch it we'll figure well, that's that a out good idea we'll figure that's that out in idea. concept art and storyboarding um, <laughs> <laughs> so when he saves John Jameson yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know they save the the rocks or mm-hmm. whatever obviously so John so they now J K Simmons announced that Spider or that Spider-Man is going to be a special guest at his son's uh, banquet to, you know, celebrate his son coming back and being a hero. That's big for yeah. Jay Jonah. That's big. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't hate him yet. He doesn't hate Spider-Man yet, but he's going to. Oh. So they're at this big banquet, this yeah. big ball. They're holding it. They got the rocks there. They're displaying them. Um, this is where Felicia Hardy comes in. She's with a team who's going to steal one of the stones. Mm-hmm. And her dad's helping because her dad's a cat burglar or yeah, whatever. Retired, yeah. Yes, retired cat burglar. Um, so I was thinking maybe Electro can come in here and try to also steal one of the stones or something. But they've already done Electro, and Shocker's being set up in Spider Man Homecoming. So if hopefully, maybe Shocker will survive that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. You could use Hydro. Does he electrocute? Okay, I'm looking for people that electrocutes. That, that would not work here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they're using electrical appliances. Yes. You got to think outside the box sometimes. 
That wouldn't work, okay? You so, could uh, have Mysterio and make people think they were getting shocked. You know what? I'm going with Electro. I'm sticking. They're going to redeem Electro here. Boom. Jamie Foxx. So, so, <laughs> so Electro comes in. Um, he's distraught with Spider-Man. He wants to take one of the stones. Maybe that's what he'll do. Yeah, he'll be distraught with Spider-Man. He wants to destroy Spider-Man because okay. Spider-Man shows up actually to the event. So everyone's there. Uh, Flash Thompson's there because he's like, you know, it's still my friend. I'll mm-hmm. show up to the banquet. Uh, Eddie Brock's there um, taking pictures. Actually, this is where probably Eddie Brock will be fired in the banquet, just like in Spider-Man 3 when they fired right, fire Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3 right there at the banquet. Or is that in 2? That's in 2. My bad. That's in 2. Um, so Eddie Brock will be fired well, he gets here. fired so many times. Yeah, well, he'll, yeah, actually, he'll be fired three <laughs> times in this movie. Whatever. Um, John, you approve of him being fired three times? Make it four. Make it four. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going to happen is the symbiote rock already is a- attracted to Spider-Man because he saved him from, he saved all the rocks and stuff from the crash. So Spider-Man's still here. Spider-Man, he's showing up to the banquet. Okay. As Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. He's got to keep up with appearances. Yeah. Um, so Electro comes in, you know, and they're, they're, he's trying to save everybody. He's just a big ball of electricity. Uh, Spider-Man, you know, webs a bunch of the people to, with a ball to, so they survive the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes the battle outside in the streets. Good stuff. Yeah. So... But Flash Thompson goes out because he's he's he wants to see, and Eddie Brock wants to get pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, Even though he's fired, yeah, he wants to get his job back. He's like, "This will get this will get my job back." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> so, so this yeah, this is all over the place already. But it's great. Um, so Electro's gonna do like a big electronic shock, trying to just wipe out everybody because he knows he's losing the fight. Yeah. Um, Felicia Hardy gets shocked while holding the other stone. Um. The electric, the electric shock uh, destroys the cases that the things are in, so the symbiote um, gets out and attaches the two people, Eddie Brock and Flash Thompson. And Flash Thompson. And <laughs> and then the other stone, the ruby stone, uh, John Jameson was attached to that, so he goes to pick it up, and then he gets electrocuted again while holding it. Good gosh! So he's going to be in the hospital. This is where J. Jonah Jameson hates Spider-Man now. He's like, you endangered my son, you mm-hmm. idiot. Yeah. So, um, then, you know, Electro gets thrown in jail or something. He catches Electro. Spider-Man's no longer in the movie. Good. Okay. He's going to go off and do Avenger things or what something. What a menace. Yeah. Whatever he's going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You get out of here. So, go do Marvel stuff. And then, so it's basically going to set up an Agent, Agent Venom versus... Uh, Eddie Brock is Venom. Okay. Now, mine isn't as laid out as your guys' was. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to go over what I'm basically going to do. But it's basically going to set up Agent Venom. So, so what happens is... Who Felicia, wins? Felicia Hardy becomes Black Cat because she gets those powers. Yeah. Um, Eddie Brock, you know, is going to become enraged, and he's going to become Venom and stuff like that. Uh, Flash Thompson is going to become Agent Venom, um, and he's going to want to do... Because he's a soldier of war, he wants to help the city, 
as best as he can. He's going to fight this other symbiote, which is Venom. But some of this, what, what, so after this whole thing, Kool-Aid's, you know, um, Agent Venom gets hired by the government to help them because they want to keep him under check. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen to Venom. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll get away or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, that sets up maybe for another one. Um, but it's also going to set up, uh, he'll get thrown in jail. Exactly. Perfect. And then that piece gets <laughs> off and gets into Cletus Cassidy <laughs> in the jail, like John, but except they're not in the same bunk. It's going gonna, it's gonna to find Cletus Cassidy. It's going to mm-hmm. go around like in Spider-Man 3 where it's like moving. Yeah. And it's going to get on him. And then, uh, <laughs> okay. so then, th- then we go at the end of the movie, we go to the hospital. Yeah. And you see Stephen Amell start to turn to Man-Wolf. And then at the end of the credits, you see Spider-Man take a thing out the back of his neck and symbiote. This is the greatest origin story <laughs> like 10 different people. <laughs> okay. So this needs to be made a movie. So I don't know. It's an you, origin story of 10 I mean, people. We'll you know fill in the bits and pieces. We'll tell the story. We'll fill Flash in the bits Thompson, and pieces. Eddie Brock. Not only is this a, a Felicia Hardy, black symbiote Spider-Man, uh, Jane, Man-Wolf. You, this is the origin story of J. Jonah Jameson. Yes. In his hatred for Spider-Man. This is an origin story for him. Yes. I, uh, my one, my one critique is that there's a lot of characters. Yep. There's, there's a, there's a lot. But they're only focusing on certain ones in the beginning, like John Jameson, um, which you don't see him for the rest of the movie till the end when they, when they tease Man-Wolf. Um, Felicia Hardy will help Agent Venom take down Venom. Okay. Um, but she will go off and do her own thing. You can only see, you will see her transformation to Black Cat, but she won't be like a main like main love part interest, of the movie. love interest for Eddie Brock. Why not? You mean for Flash Thompson? Flash why Thompson. Why not? So maybe. maybe gotta get the ladies to see the movie. So it's basically gonna focus around Eddie Brock and Flash Thompson's uh, their ordeal with the Black Symbiote. It'd be great if you show their bromance throughout the entire movie, and then them fighting each other at the end. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. Like I want to hurt you and incapacitate you, but I don't want to kill you. Except the one that does want to kill him wants to kill him. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Brock wants to kill because he has nothing left. Yes. Flash Thompson wants to heal his friend. Yeah. That's John good. Jameson. If you focus on that right there, the, yeah. brother, the, the Brotherhood. Not only that, it teases Black Symbiote Spider-Man for Marvel if they want to use it. And so next movie, Black Symbiote Spider-Man Venom. Versus Carnage. Carnage. Black and Symbiote Spider-Man versus... Four symbiotes attacking each other. That's I don't what know you about got. all that. No, I don't no, about no, all no. That. You set it up. You set it up. V, V, V. No. V, 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 V is your next movie. So the, the, the organization that has Flash Thompson work for them is going to take the symbiote from Eddie Brock. But they, there's still that little bit they didn't get, which yeah. is going to br- go off and find Cleese Cassidy in the, move, in, uh, the jail and set up Carnage. Okay. Um, so Eddie Felicity Brock- Hardy, or Black Cats, she's going she's gonna to do her own thing. She's going to go off and do her own thing. She becomes the female Carnage. No. She, has, <laughs> she doesn't get symbiote. She already got her bad luck powers yeah, yeah. Uh, with From the Other Stone. Um, J. Jameson, like I said, is going to start hitting Spider-Man right here. Cause Boom. He, yeah. Um, and who else did I say would tease? Man-Wolf at the end. Yeah. 
You can't. This is easy. It's Spider Man. It's easy. So okay, do you want me to go back over it <laughs> just real quick? Okay. Do you, do you get what I'm going? For? I, I understand what you're doing. Yeah. You gotta have the Venom Royale in your next movie. Four Venom, four symbiotes going at it. Maybe. You got to. Agent Venom and, and Spider Man will team up. Yeah. To fight Venom and Carnage. Carnage. Yep. And then War Machine shows up. Yes. Don Cheadle. Yeah, because he's he's not in. He doesn't really have his own movie, so he'll show yeah. up. You gotta throw him in somewhere. And and Sony and Marvel are not that dumb to do this. This would make so much money. They'll be they'll be friends, I guess. Yeah. They'll split the profits. Exactly. And J.K. Simmons gets to reprise the role he was made to play. The best role. Joe James. The best role. Just like John. He's only a cameo in my movie. True. Okay, I, just just a quick amendment. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought of a logo for my movie. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use the typical spider. I want to use the Venom mouth as the logo. Ooh. But um, a, a combination of the Venom and Carnage mouth. So, you know, you get people thinking about it, but they're not sure because they're like, it's a Venom movie. It's just a, you know, a weird interpretation. Maybe they're combining the two. You know, people... Would the teeth spell Venom? Uh, no. Dang. Thank, thank goodness. No. A Venom would be within it. And, you know, you, you could alternatively do that. You know, like an alternative trailer, just cause. But yeah, that was just my quick amendment. So I that was think it out. I, I forgot to mention it. That was our pitches, and that was our fixes. Well, I have a, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Of the two you didn't pitch, whose would you rather see? Ooh, Chris Hawk. I. Do you have I, a title for yours so we can call it something? You have a title for yours? Yeah, Venom v- War. V V V. Yeah, Big V, Little V, Big V. No, it's Venom War. That's what I would call mine. I actually don't have a title for mine. Mine's strictly Venom. That's what it is. Yeah, Venom. Mine's Venom War. But so. Chris, Chris Hawk, mm-hmm. which of the two would you see? I like both of them. I'd have to choose yours only because it's written on a napkin. <laughs> Paper towel. Mario has too many characters, but it's not like a bad thing because I love all those characters. Mm-hmm. It's just for the average movie viewer, they're going to be like... Overload. Overload. Okay. Like trying to watch the five deadly Venoms. It's kind of a lot of characters. Well, like I said, it's mostly going to focus on Eddie Brock and Flash Thompson. Is this setting up those other characters yeah. for later stuff? I'd watch them all. It's, it's all Spider-Man. I, I would see it all. Uh, but of the two of yours, I would say I would see Mario's. Mm-hmm. Strictly because Harry Osborn as Venom is a cop-out, Chris Hawk. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a cop-out. That's my opinion, though. Because he needs a spider, Spider-Man. Because you need a Spider-Man, so you turn Harry Osborn into Spider-Man. No. Mario? Um, I'd honestly see Chris Hawks, but I, I do like John's as well, because I like the way you described the whole movie. If Venom's um, going to hell in the second movie, it's, it's but a no-brainer. Yours has a lot of characters as well. I don't know if you think that as well. Chris Hawks? Yeah. It does. Yeah. But I do like the idea. I do like how you... I like John's... Um, it logically sets mm-hmm. up a protagonist to become a villain. Anti-Venom. Didn't see that coming. Or like a, he's not really a, he's like a anti he's like a vigilante. He I becomes guess you the anti-hero. Yeah. Not really a hero, not really a villain. Yeah. Um, I like John's for that and then how, how it be, makes Carnage, it sets up, it builds Carnage too and uh, it's hard R. It's a hard R. It has to be. Is yeah. yours, what is your PG-13? Yes. Mine would be PG thirteen also. Um, but I like yours because I like how it's just it's taking risks. I feel like it would take a it'd be a risk taker. I just Harry Osborne is Venom, man. 
Who would direct yours? Quentin Tarantino. Why not? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> PG thirteen. <laughs> oh, you're totally right. It have to be. It have. It would have to be like uh like Robert Zemeckis out of nowhere. But Why the, not? What was the last thing he did? Back uh, to the Future three. No, no, no. He did the the movie with the JGL with the, the line, the walk when he did across the. Uh, Oh, okay. Honestly, Guillermo del Toro would probably ace this because of the monsters. Because of monsters. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. John, who do you think would direct yours? I don't have a specific. I'd have to put some thought into that. Okay. I'm not good with directors. Nolan, Nolan, Christopher Nolan, Hard R. He went back, going oh back to God. superheroes. Why not? What? Uh, what's his name's going to DC? Josh Whedon. Christopher Nolan's going over to Marvel. Boom. Or Sony. Sony Marvel. Sony Marvel. Mario. Or you got directing yours? I would have to think about it too, but it would have to be someone... Sam Raimi comes back in the fray for you? I don't think he can handle multiple characters. <laughs> so it would have to be someone who can handle multiple characters. And it, I would hire someone from a TV show who, who helped direct a TV show. Because they know how to handle char- like multiple character stories within an episode. So I would have to go with someone who's done more with television. J.J. Abrams. I feel like... Oh, he, I don't know if he would. He, he could do he, that, I guess. He would produce your movie in a heartbeat. Maybe. Maybe. If he's a Spider Man fan. He's an everything fan. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Uh, let us know on um, Twitter who you thought had the best uh, Venom movie pitch. Chris that, Hawk. Ask us why Harry Osborn is the best Venom. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. That's the answer. You don't have to ask. I'm sorry. Eddie Brock is terrible. You know what? We'll call Chris Hawk's movie Venom Oscorp Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like Chris Hawk, Chris oh, Hawk's man. Venom, uh, tweet us or post on, on our Facebook page at Cinema7 or at Cinema7 underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, Chris Hawk, Venom, the uh, Osborne, Oscorp Chronicles. I think the Oscorp logo would be in the O in the, yeah. in like the movie logo. On top of the Venom yeah. spider. Yeah. Yeah. And John, we got to come up with a fancy. Yours is just Venom. It's just Venom. Yeah. Okay, it's perfect though. It's just Venom. So if you like John's pitch, John Venom, Venom by John Kenoki. Venom by John Kenoki. And if you like mine, tweet us or Facebook us. Venom War as the best Venom one. War. Yeah. Or, or whatever. This is fun. This this was fun. I can't wait to do the next. one. We got to do the next one. We got to uh, we got to pick a movie that either we're passionate about or yeah. that we don't care about. So or like that I, we think that we can do better than that. If you have an idea, give us an idea. Yeah, give us something yeah, for us great. to pitch. That would we'll be great. We'll spend 15 minutes on it and write it on a paper towel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I'll come up with the, the craziest whack of origin for it. Three rocks. Can't beat that. Maybe I'll do a prequel of Indiana Jones. Maybe. Young Indy. Young Indy. Better than the, the TV show movie once or whatever they were. There's like 15 million of those. Anyway, that was our Venom pit, Venom picture fix it. Like I said, if you liked Chris Hawks, uh, tweet that you liked Chris Hawks. Um, if you liked mine, tweet retweet us or like on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. If you like John's, uh, whatever you know, tell us tell us who you thought had the best Venom movie with uh, maybe like a hashtag something hashtag Venom or hashtag Cinema Seven pitch it or fix it something something like that hashtag pitch pitch it or fix it. I like pitch that. It or fix it. So, like I said, follow us on Facebook at mm-hmm. Cinema 7, same name as the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema 7 underscore podcast. 
if you are listening to us on iTunes, make sure to go to those the go to those stars, baby. Rate us some stars. Um, I'm just kidding. Eddie Brock is a good Venom. Comment and stuff. <laughs> You're going back now. Gotta go back, man. Uh, also, like us or, you know, what is it? Heart it on uh, SoundCloud? It's like it. Comment. It. You can comment on SoundCloud, too. So you can comment on there or you can uh, reshare it. Review us on iTunes if Mario didn't already say it. Yeah, I just said it. Say it again. Review us on iTunes. Um, also, uh, is there anything else? Is there anything else we can talk about? I think that's it. The newsletter. We yeah, can tell about the newsletter. Subscribe to the newsletter. There will be a link after this is posted uh, with how to subscribe with a preview of the posting, you know, just to show you what you're getting. Yeah. Because it's not really spam. You don't really have to read it, but it could be on the list in oh, case you wanted to. We're going to start writing. I'm going to start writing blogs now for the newsletter. Me and John and Mario, okay. if he wants to. Yep. For the website as well. John, mm-hmm. Chris Hawk's going to start. We're going to start uh, writing it. I mean, I'm not a really great writer unless one of you guys edit, edits for me. But uh, You need a ghost writer, Mario? I need a ghost writer. <laughs> ghost writer. Pedestal. <laughs> so uh, we're Cinema 7. Chris Hawk, take it away with the classic Cinema. All right, Chris Hawk, hit it. So uh, at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us. And we want to thank you for exploring with us. Yeah.